The following is a sponsored program on 100.7 FM, WHIN 1010 AM. The views, information, or opinions expressed during this program are solely those of the individuals or participants involved and do not necessarily represent those of Braden Madison Broadcasting or its employees. 100.7 FM, WHIN 1010 AM presents Sumner County Spotlight, a weekly public affairs program each Sunday morning at 10 AM. Sumner County Spotlight is brought to you exclusively by FNM Bank, 221 Indian Lake Boulevard in Hendersonville. FNM Bank offers personal banking, business banking, and mortgage loans too. FNM Bank is one of the top independent banks in Tennessee. Member FDIC, equal housing lender, MMLS number 518158. Here's your host for Sumner County Spotlight. Jeff Shannon. Well, good morning. Uh, Sumner County Spotlight underway uh, for another Sunday. Of course, you can hear it each and every Sunday morning, 10 o'clock, right here at WHIN, sponsored by our good friends at FNM Bank at 221 Indian Lake Boulevard, right here in Hendersonville. All right, July is uh, coming up upon us, and with all the celebrations going on, uh, different cities are doing uh, celebrations. Hendersonville's doing Freedom Fest, Gallatin's having their Fourth of July celebration out there at Triple Creek Park. So I got a hold of the events coordinator out there. And her name is Jessie Nanto. Uh, Jessie's going to kind of fill us in on what to expect out there for the 4th of July activities. And Jessie, welcome to the studio. We got a lot to talk about. Thanks for having me. Good morning. Yes. Give a little background on yourself and uh, how you got involved in this project. So I love Galton. My mom owns a building on the square. We have renters, Honey and Suede. They're so cute. My fiance is a firefighter there. In Galton. Yes, in Galton. In the main station. I love Galton. We love all the things that go on with it. And one of our favorite places to go is Pelican Snowballs. And I, through talking to them, realized that I graduated from the same university as the owners, and they found out that I had a major in organizational communications. And so I, through talking with them, just kind of fell into helping plan their events. They do a lot of outreach with their, they have a mobile snowball truck. And Wait a minute, so there's a difference in snow cone and snowball. Okay, tell, tell apparently. Us what that is. <laughs> I didn't know that. I did not know that until I started. Um, so, I, you know, I work for them like, you know, three hours a week. I called it a snow cone and like no 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 it's a snowball apparently snow cones are like icier okay and then the snowballs are like a softer more shaved ice i'm guessing interesting i'm not sure i really don't go in do the they building. last longer or something <laughs> I, I don't know, know about that okay right, now <laughs> i have a challenge taste better <laughs> i gotta find out what a snowball is it's so definitely like a texture thing <laughs> yeah could be yeah okay so then you got that and... yeah so i i volunteered to help or i guess i fell into helping them plan their events and they just asked me to look into some fourth of july festivals and so of course you know we're going to the hendersonville one i think that's july 3rd july 3rd yep and creek park yeah Yeah. and then they asked me to reach out to of course the gallatin festival because their location is in gallatin and through making some phone calls and playing phone tag it became clear that no one was planning the fourth of july festival for gallatin and had kind of gotten (laughs) overlooked and nobody knew that it wasn't being planned (laughs) which I have the personality that I like to plan stuff. I think it's fun and challenging. So I convinced Pelicans to sponsor it, and then I touched base with the mayor and offered to plan it. So So Paige said, go girl. Yes, oh, (laughs) she was so funny, so sweet. We had this great meeting that was probably 5% business, and then the rest of it was just like laughing. She was so sweet. Yeah. Yeah, so I've just been working with the Parks Department for Gallatin, Pelicans, Snowballs is the sponsor. 
um, the mayor's office, city planning, the fire department, the police department, all those things. I think it's pretty incredible you want to take this on because when you're dealing with all these different departments, now they've done this in the past. So, I mean, they, they kind of have a feel of, of how this thing is going to go and how it's going to run uh, because, you know, working traffic, getting people in and out mm-hmm. is always the main challenge. And of course, you know, they're, you're gonna have the fire department there to do their duties, you're gonna have the police department doing their duties, you're working with the parks department, you know, but it's great to have many meetings prior to that, I would yes. imagine, so you're, you're gonna be meeting out. Yes, no, but everyone's been so sweet. Yeah, definitely everyone had a better idea of what was going on than me at first, but everyone's been sweet and helping me catch up, and I think, now that I have an idea of what's going on, I think all the future years that I plan will definitely go a lot smoother. Everyone's just been so kind. Yeah, no, that's great. So with the fireworks uh, going up on July 4th, mm-hmm. and so tell us about how that day is gonna go. It opens it. So it's on the actual 4th of July. We decided to keep it on the 4th of July, which is a Monday, and festivities start at three o'clock. Okay. So every year we kick it off, our amazing fire department comes, and they bring truck one, which I'm biased because that's what my fiance <laughs> drives. <laughs> but truck one comes and they bring out the hose and I ordered a 55 gallon drum of this like bubbly foam solution. Okay. And the fire department sprays it and they create this mountain of foam. The kids love it. Yeah, that's always a hit. Oh yeah, <laughs> total blast. So that kind of kicks off the event. So that starts at three o'clock and set up during this whole time, we have 13 food trucks and 10 vendors and so parents can eat and just have fun while the kids playing the foam i mean i mean i'll probably play in the foam i guess parents can play too (laughs) and the park's right there you know triple creek park is an amazing asset to the community there's so much there and they have that new big beautiful all-inclusive park um so there's multiple playgrounds within this area and yeah people can just eat hang out have fun we'll have a dj with music playing and i think it'll be a great time for the community well i guess that here at WHIN, we're going to be streaming the music to go with the fireworks. Yes. So all you have to do is turn into 100.7 around that time. And so instead of being in the outlying areas, if you're not going to go in the park, you can turn on the, the radio 100.7 at that time. And you're going to not just see them, but now you're going to hear the music going off to the fireworks. People that we use, Pyro Show, they said it's like a coordinated choreographed uh, yeah. situation of the music and the fireworks. Yeah, they, they got some some cool technology with that so that they, you know, can go off as planned. You know, yeah. Hopefully. And we just, you know, trying to sync that, that's going to be the deal. But hey, you know, we've done this in the past, so it's, it's going to work out fine. Yeah. Now, so what does it take? I would imagine when you first took this on, whoa, <laughs> you, got a, you got a lot of information to ingest and then kind of formulate a plan. So how was that for you? Well, honestly, I wasn't too stressed about it. When we, uh, my mom bought this building on the square in Galton, um, right before COVID hit. And then she bought it, we were renovating, we, we both worked on it really hard. We hand scraped the walls, restoring it. I mean, we love this building, but COVID had hit and we couldn't find a renter. So to pay the mortgage, I just volunteered, because I love planning things, mm-hmm. I volunteered to host these pop-up markets. So every other weekend, I would have between 12 and like 20 small businesses come set up, you know, I'd do the whole show and then they'd pack out and leave. And so it was a lot of the same thing, just on a smaller scale. So you get the vendors in, you know, you coordinate the advertising, you get everything set up. So I don't think I was super intimidated because I have done stuff like this before, but I think I was intimidated to work with the big departments. I wanted to make sure that I 
didn't let anyone down mm. or anything like that. <laughs> well, I guess you, you have that planner brain. Yeah. Now, let me tell you, I am not a planner. That's one thing that's not my strong suit. But if you got that, that mindset and that, I mean, that just makes things, you can put you into anything. You got a formula in your brain. You follow that, and it's it's going to work. So, yeah, that's sweet. Well, yeah. kudos to you on that. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, what other things have you done as far as events go? Yeah. Well, I used to work seasonally for weddings. I was the maybe first assistant to several weddings for a really sweet wedding planner, and that was fun. But weddings probably weren't my favorite thing. It just is a lot of emotional pressure. To there's either the bride is upset or the mother of the bride is upset. <laughs> Um, so I did some of those and then I've always coordinated since I was I've always been involved in church and so I've always helped plan those things so when I was in youth I helped coordinate all the youth events when I was a new mom I coordinated all of the moms events and groups and stuff so, so. just go to you yeah, yeah I, the just, planner, <laughs> I just like to plan things I think <laughs> Yeah, whenever I get that, take care of that, I go, I'm not a planner. It's not going to come <laughs> off right. So <laughs> I'm not good that way, you know? Yeah, so having all these different events, but this one, I, I mean, you're going to have. Biggest. <laughs> have they estimated, I mean, talking about the PD and the, the fire department, have have they estimated approximate crowd numbers that they might get? Not really, because we're, we're coming out of this pandemic. Right. They're yeah. not really sure. And. But what, what they've told us to expect is for the entire parking lot of the multiple stories of parking lots throughout the park to be full and for people to be walking in. Well, I guess it would be hard to estimate, but you what do you think, maybe 12,000 or so people? Yeah, that's what they've kind of mentioned. We, don't, we might have more because people are wanting to get out now. Yes, people you know are what getting I mean? out. They're, I, I just got to get out <laughs> <laughs> and you know get out there and, and enjoy it. But the kids want to get out of the house for real. So, But you're going to have the vendors covered, so they're going to have you know all kind of concessions, I guess, yes. people can do. They have the... The, uh, snowball. <laughs> yes, there will definitely it. be pelicans all around. Yeah. And we're also going to have like tons of other food vendors. We have 13 total. So besides like the snowballs, there'll also be a frozen lemonade lady and she has smoothies. Other desserts we have are we have mini donut days coming. And for food, we actually have a really wide selection. We have a taco truck coming. We have um, Sherry Lynn's concessions and catering that came before, Veronica's Cafe, After Seven Flavor. We have a chow fan, Cantrell's Grill, Night Ties, Von Stuff Chicken, Persian Flame, a hot dog cart, so all sorts of food. Um, lots of different nationalities and Good. things. And hopefully they'll keep the line shorter yeah. since we have multiple options. Yeah, no, absolutely. And uh, you know what the question I was sitting while you were talking, I looked over and I saw this mountain of foam. Got to thinking, does that stain the clothes? I, no, it shouldn't. It should just wash right off. It's just yeah. like soap. Yeah, and that's what I was thinking. I mean, they wouldn't do it if they'd done it multiple years, but I mean, if it was, you know, toxic or anything, they yeah. wouldn't do it. <laughs> I mean, I'll be honest. I've already, you know, I'm a planner, yeah. so I'm already prepping and I'm like, okay, I need to bring like four gallons of water because I'm like, I don't want these soapy kids getting back in my car. I'm sure some kids will probably just dry up, but in case we need to leave before they're dry, I'm like, I need gallons of water and a change of clothes. No, yeah, definitely. <laughs> Plastic the back seat. Yes. We, the kids will also have a blast because we have eight um, eight inflatables coming. Okay. So a range of bouncy houses, slides, and obstacle courses. Okay. I think that's going to be a blast. Yeah. Well, I mean, you keep the kids busy. The parents will walk around, see the vendors, and and doing all that. So that's that's going to be a whole lot of fun. Now yeah. you said you're going to have uh, not having live music. We'd have a DJ. What are, what are they going to just spin records all day? Yeah, I think he is bringing his own playlist. He seems very confident and very in control. So we just are letting him go for it. All right. Well, that's going to be good. Now as you go into triple. Creek is it in proximate location? Is it going to be in the back? I mean, where are you in the back? So if you've ever been to Triple Creek Park, 
it's actually huge and there's football fields and soccer fields but if you just go straight up that main driveway it'll be all the way to the back because there's a big pavilion um, near one of the playgrounds and the pavilion will be open for people to sit and eat in the shade Mm -hmm. and then the parking lot kind of up into the left will be full of our first responders so we'll have plenty of presence on site and so it's just that kind of back area and parking will be throughout the whole park pd is going to handle that right let's go over the parking or the exiting because that's going to be key right there tell them about that yeah this is the most important part (laughs) (laughs) you know everyone hates i know i've like not wanted to go to an event because i'm scared of getting out from parking so pd has it down they said last year only took 45 minutes to get the entire park emptied which is amazing so once they'll be filling up parking lots you'll just go in they'll fill up the farthest ones first you know fill all the way up to the front or once the parking lots are full the gates will be shut essentially so you won't be able to come in. We don't want people driving around when all the parking lots are full because there'll be young kids walking around. We will have Freedom Church from Gallatin. They'll have their church vans and they'll be driving people from Municipal Park to okay. Triple Creek Park. It's a mile. Um, they can get people into the park. So if you end up at Municipal Park and you want to wait for a little shuttle bus, you totally can. And then at the end of the night, of course, when fireworks are going, no one's in or out. They want to re- reduce risks sure. of safety issues. Right. But once we are unloading, there's essentially are two lanes that lead out of the park. Normally one would be incoming and outcoming, but they'll both be only for outgoing. If you're in the left lane, you turn left. If you're in the right lane, you turn right. <laughs> there's no switching. It'll just make everything more efficient. So sure. if you're unfamiliar with the area, maybe just keep in mind when you pull in, do I want to turn left or right when I leave? <laughs> yeah, right. And stay in that lane. <laughs> because yeah. they have told me they are not letting people switch oh, lanes. <laughs> it, that, that would be a disaster. Trust me. I know it that. adds so much time. Yeah. We're talking with Jessie Nato now. She's uh, coordinating the Gallatin Fireworks uh, event on July 4th in Gallatin at Triple Creek Park. So it's going to be an incredible event. A lot of activity going on there. Uh, it's going to be a whole lot of fun. But listen, we're going to take a little break. We'll be right back with more of Sumner County Spotlight. FNM Bank presents Sumner County Spotlights. Since 1906, FNM Bank has been serving Middle Tennessee with first-class products and services. Visit them today at 221 Indian Lake Boulevard in Hendersonville or myfmbank.com. And we're back with more Sumner County Spotlight here with your host, Jeff Shannon. We're going to continue talking about fireworks and celebrating and having a great time. <laughs> and we got Jessie Nanto. She's going to be coordinating this whole soiree, if you will, out at Triple Creek Park on July 4th in Gallatin. And if you're going to be in that area, you know, if you've been there before, you're going to have a whole lot of fun. And I just know, I want to make sure we got a good video crew when you jump into the foam pit there. <laughs> that's, going to be, that's going to be good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> So we were talking, and I think, you know, people are maybe a little shy, maybe this time, uh, about going out in large groups and things. I'm sure you've you've coordinated with the PD and the fire department on, on a lot of this. Mm-hmm. So we will have Gallatin Police Department and Gallatin Fire Department and Sumner County EMS there. So they'll have a police presence throughout all the parking lots and the park. A whole, I think they call it Central Command, will yeah. be there. They'll have a coordinated line just for the park's use, just to keep everyone in line. So, you know, in one of our meetings, someone, I think Beeman pointed out that we don't want someone to say, oh, we have a kid that fell and broke his leg, but there's 12 different people reporting it in 12 different areas. So it's going to be very coordinated, very efficient. Mm-hmm. There'll be lots of medical attention on hand. There's also actually a back road that I didn't even know about that the brush truck will be able to get in and out of. So there's there'll be plenty of um, security and fire safety there. And so everyone will be 
Nice yeah. And right. I think we have to plan a little differently uh, these days, you mm-hmm. know, as far as security goes. And, you know, with the, the police department, I mean, they're constantly going through training oh, yeah. on ev- events like this and, and knowing how to react. And, and uh, hopefully we won't have any of that kind of situation. But it, it is just good to know. And I think people can feel comfortable when they're going there. Definitely. The security is going to be provided. You know, your medical help is going to be spot on. It's going to be right there. They're going to have plenty of that. Now, you did say, because it's it, going to be pretty hot. Yes. So we're going to have, we need people hydrated. <laughs> yes. Besides all of the vendor options that will be available, and of course people can bring in their own, you know, food and drink or whatever they want to do. Freedom Church has also let me know, they actually called yesterday and okay. they let us know that they rented a generator and a giant mister. So I guess it oh. like does like the wet yeah. fan yeah, yeah. <laughs> to cool people down and they have a thousand water balls to pass out. They've been really great and generous. That's great. Yeah. Yeah, you got to have the water. I mean, that's for sure. Definitely. Now, are they letting them bring alcohol in? I don't know how a Gallatin is. I know Hendersonville's pretty strict about that kind of thing. All right, we'll move on. (laughs) I knew I was going to throw you on that one. Well, I know that technically... They're not supposed to. Yeah. (laughs) So I think everybody should really feel secure. You want to bring water. I mean, for sure. You got to keep your yourself safe. I mean, we're going to have, have water out there. You're going to have concessions and things like that. And we're going to try to keep them busy. But you got to watch out for those kiddos because they just go and go and go. Yes. And, they don't you know, always before, realize how thirsty they are. Absolutely. And then they, you know, so we've got to, we've got to definitely watch that. And parents have to be parents. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. So we're going to have a lot of activities. And when the fireworks go off, a lot of people wondering, like, gosh, how many of those things are they firing off? Yeah. Did you get a number on that? Yeah. So we actually coordinated with the show. Okay. And there are going to be 1,160 shells shot off this year. Okay. So it's going to be well, a really keep fun. people busy. Yeah. It's going to be about 20 minutes solid of these giant fireworks. I think it's a real talent to, to watch these folks, you know, fire those things off and, you know, got all that, that coordination thing going on. Oh, yeah. And it's going to be a lot of fun. And then yeah. even more fun for all of our volunteers to pick up all the shells afterwards. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Cleanup is always fun. Yes. Now, are you are you getting any volunteers from the, from the city or from the churches or anything well, of that nature? Well, we've been asking around, and actually it's been kind of hard to get volunteers. I think everyone wants to be with their family, so we're hoping to grow a larger team. So if any of you listening want to help clean up after the fireworks show, your community would love that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Is there a, a way for them to contact somebody? Should they call uh, Gallatin? Or? Yeah, you could either call Pelican Snowballs directly. They're the sponsor, and they could give you my phone number. Or there is a Facebook page. It's called Gallatin Fourth of July Event, that, and you could yeah, definitely message there. there. Yeah, and check that out for real. That's going to be good. Another note for parents is there will be plenty of bathrooms. All the park bathrooms will be open, and I've taken my kids there before, and they're pretty clean. And we also have a few porta potties that are going to be there, so there's lots of options for the kiddos okay and then that, that's good so i did see that the miracle park uh, i guess is going to be open as well mm-hmm, yeah and are they going to be taking donations this year i'm sure they're not going to turn them down if somebody wanted yeah. to donate but yeah well we're actually coordinating that we want to have a couple of donation boxes out for there's two main charities we're looking at one of which is or nonprofits, i guess yeah one of which is miracle park we just have to have a couple more a little more paperwork and a few things done so sure. i want to speak out of turn right yeah no that's good again they, they do a great thing with that and it really helps out a lot of people so yeah. it's great and the fact that it's free to get in there's yes. no parking fee nope you come right in so you got extra money to spend on vendors and snowballs yes definitely <laughs> <laughs> and, and you can make a donation to the uh, miracle park so then you'll feel good about yourself yes <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good 
Well, it's going to keep people busy. Um, so the fireworks, I know they were talking about going off at dark. And 9 o'clock seems to be a, about the, the hit point, I would think. Yeah, I think you're right. So I think the sun, you know, sun sets so late in the summer. Yeah. So it will be a little bit later of a day. But there are plenty of things to keep people busy. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think about 9 o'clock is what we're looking at. Just so that's dark enough that everything shows up. For those who maybe not going to want to brave going into the park and parking <laughs> and being around all the people, you just want to listen at home. Maybe you can see it from where you live. We, we don't know. I mean, they're pretty big. Yeah. And maybe. I mean, we we um, last year just parked in the neighborhood right by and just watched them. Yeah. So, yeah. But now if you turn to WHIN, you're going to be able to hear the music that's synchronizing to the fireworks. Yes. I'm so grateful that you guys are doing that that's for us. That's going to be great. Yeah. And I think it's, it's just a lot of fun to, to see that. And you can, I think, enjoy them a little yeah, bit better. Yeah, it's a fun now, touch. Here in Hendersonville, the Freedom Fest, we're right on the lake. Mm, so yeah. what a lot of people do is they pull their boats up in, you know, out there in Old Hickory, and they can see nice and clear out that's there. That's such seeing... a clever idea. Actually, my mom has a boat. Maybe that's how I'll watch your guys' show. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> and you just float out there in the in the lake, and probably a little cooler out there, I would think. But, uh, yeah, I might yeah. want to pack a sweater. Just tune in to 100.7. You're going to hear it. <laughs> so what other things should uh, people know about the event that's going to be going on? And any tips that you can give them? Well, like I've said, the main events we have going on is the foam mountain from the fire department, the eight plus inflatables. We have eight for sure, possibly two others. We'll have all of the food truck vendors. We'll have the small business vendors. We'll have the music. All the parks will be open. And then, of course, the fireworks show. That's kind of the main things we have going on for that. Mm-hmm. And then as far as tips and tricks, I think that if it was me, the planner, (laughs) telling you what to do, I would suggest bringing maybe some camping chairs or folding chairs if you don't want to sit on the grass or at least a blanket. I'd bring plenty of sunscreen for the kiddos and yourself. I'd bring waters. I'd bring most, all the vendors will take card, but card or cash. Now you can't have tents, right? You can't pop up a tent. No, no tents. Yeah. That obscures the view. Yeah. That obscures the view for other people. So, and I'll just go in with the mindset of just having fun and that's a laid back day. And then to prepare yourself that... It might take, you know, the full 45 minutes or so to get out of the parking lot, but it'll be worth it. All right. Now, when you said 45 minutes, so the, the fireworks show is itself it lasts how long? About 20 minutes. Okay. They, or it should be time, 20 minutes. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's going to be good. Yeah. So they, they'll get their, their fill of that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think in the past years, everything went always really well, but now they have you as the coordinator. It's, <laughs> it's got to rock. Oh, that's sweet of you. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely been a lot of fun, and I've been so grateful to everyone. I mean, like you said, they've been doing this for years. Everyone kind of knows what's going on, and they've just been so welcoming and kind, and everyone's eager to help, and yeah, it's been a great experience. Yeah. And, and the great thing that I see when we have events like this, it's so cool to see how all of our departments work together. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Because you, you've got so many different things that each one has to do from, from the parks department. I mean, whoa. I mean, you're in their park. so yes. And they know that inside out. So they, they really know how to get things coordinated in there. So it's great to have that kind of help planning this event. Yeah, the the departments have all been great, and you know you can tell they're all friends. When I walk, I was intimidated walking into this big meeting with all these different people, but they're all laughing and joking, and also sweet. And and yeah, there's a lot of things I didn't even think about going into it because I've never done anything in a public park before. But we had to get, you know, we had to reserve the pavilion, which didn't occur to me because I'm thinking, of course we have the pavilion, like the city but no we had to reserve that and we had to get noise permits and we have to get permits to put signs up to advertise like i just didn't think of all the things everyone's been so sweet just helping me get all my ducks in a row i guess well and i think a lot of times the cities kind of 
ease their you know restrictions on certain things for events like this that help support the city so yeah and that and that's good i think it just it kind of relieves that and makes things run a little bit smoother yeah everyone wants it to succeed yeah so the one thing i have because you know how those fire department guys are have they pr- <laughs> have they pranked you yet <laughs> no yeah, well, um, if i they would have, say get that ready, uh, get ready. my fiance is usually the pranker there, so i'm yeah, just, i'm a survive so far but i do know he might have pushed a, a couple of new boys or men sorry into the foam mountain last year <laughs> now we got to have video of that because we're we got to stream this stuff you know i know a blooper reel if you will so so what's your, what's your boy's name chad lynn chad lynn <laughs> yes that he's the, Ch- oh okay. <laughs> you said oh the infamous pranker <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you got to have that. You know, uh, back when I was with the police department, I mean, you're always ragging on each other. Oh, yeah. You know, and the PD's always ragging on the FD. And it's just, you know, it's just that back and forth thing that you get. And, I love that it. It's just, a brotherhood. Yeah. It, I mean, it totally is, for real. Over well, Halloween, they had a couple of back and forths. And no. It's fun to watch oh, them tease each other. Oh, and, that would have been good. Oh, yeah. They're a blast. And everyone's <laughs> sweet. You know, they're something that we love about Gallatin is that it's really a family-oriented station. Mm-hmm. So... I come by with my kids and I mean other wives and fiancés come by with their kids and everyone's so sweet we, you know it's it's a really welcoming environment and my kids like beg to go they're so excited and then you know they have these you know 10 grown men willing to play basketball with them and it's very sweet <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's good well you gotta have a good time you know we're talking about the fireworks event going on in Gallatin at Triple Creek Park on July 4th you want to get there as early as you can to to stake down your spot Oh yeah. No, I would just, I have been out there for this kind of event recently. So, is there any shade? I mean, they got trees that people can bank well, under. Yeah, or? there's trees. There's this big pavilion, and then also like within the parks, there's little pavilions. So if okay. you wanted to spend some of your time up at the food trucks and everything you want, and then having some time at the okay. park, Miracle Park, it's like within Triple Creek Park. They actually have a huge shaded portion of the playground, so that the kids can play. It's kind of more the toddler area, mm-hmm. but it's completely shaded, and it's so nice when the kids are hot and there's water fountains and there's like a little it's like a little city but it's like like a rubbery pavement so kids yeah. can ride their bikes and you know my kids roller skate so there's lots of options for staying cool and keeping the kids busy yeah, and yeah. so it's going to be a, another great event and you know i i just caution people to be patient because you know it gets hot people tend to get irritable faster yes so have a lot of patience when you're when you're trying to deal with a lot of folks you know it it could happen but we want everybody to have a good time yeah Uh, you know you don't want to you know get get gallatin on you you know what i mean everybody (laughs) wants to be happy and and they don't want to have to do that either so just come come and check with that behave yourselves yes it's all about (laughs) attitude i mean it really should be a really smooth process pd has just been awesome they have a total plan but yeah, I think it's all about attitude. We're all there to celebrate. We're all there to have fun. Well, the reason people love Galton is that it's a friendly, small yep. town and everyone kind of knows each other. And that's what we love about it. So I think if everyone comes with a good attitude, ready to party and have fun, it'll be a great time. That's great. Well, I appreciate you coming in. Thanks for having and, me. And, you know, helping us with this because uh, it's Jesse Nanto, the <laughs> ninja event coordinator. <laughs> No, it was, it was something. What was it? Oh, we... Uh, what did they call you? The Jedi Master of Events. There you go. <laughs> and that's your new title now. <laughs> I'll put that on my LinkedIn. Yes. Hey, you're going to be famous. You're going to go viral on that. There you go. <laughs>
All right, Jesse, thank you so much. Uh, Jesse Nato, event coordinator for the Gallatin Fireworks uh, event celebration. We'll be right back with more of Sumner County Spotlight. FNM Bank presents Sumner County Spotlights. Since 1906, FNM Bank has been serving Middle Tennessee with first-class products and services. Visit them today at 221 Indian Lake Boulevard in Hendersonville or myfmbank.com. And welcome back to Summer County Spotlight on this Sunday morning. Your host, Jeff Shannon here. We have um, a different story here for the Spotlight, and I wanted to uh, bring in some guests here to kind of tell about this because you've probably heard about it, but we're going to tell you the story. So I want to introduce uh, Denise Routson with Premium Food Delivery. You got involved in this this effort, I guess, at the, at the very beginning. So let's just jump right in and tell how those came about. So early in November, I was speaking on my one minute (laughs) minute pitch, (laughs) which has been an adventure all in itself at the Wednesday Leeds meeting and mentioned that we were looking for local drivers Mm -hmm. for our restaurant delivery business. I had not met Tanya yet, but a week later I get a call from Kevin Taylor, who is Dylan Taylor's dad. He wanted to be a driver and he had heard about it from Tanya, Mm -hmm. from me talking about it at the lease sure. meeting. We went through the interview and I've talked to him about the business and how it worked and he was ready to get started and was really looking forward to having something to do besides you know, staying at home at his stay-at-home sure. job. You know, yeah. he really wanted something to get out. He was ready to get started on December 1st. On November 30th, Tanya and I were at the chamber doing the December to Remember recruitment drive. Mm -hmm. We were sitting there in the room together. When I left there, I sent Kevin a message and said, hey, are you ready to get going tomorrow? And he sent me a message back that said his son, Dylan, had been in a terrible motorcycle crash. And that they were probably looking at months, if not years of recovery time, and that any of his spare time, he would not be able to be delivering food. He would be spending it helping his son right. recover. Exactly. Yeah. In rehab and uh, doing all kinds of things for him. And I was just really dumbstruck because I was just in the same room with Tanya. Right. Just minutes before, I just it just struck me how small of a world it is. It is. That, you know, I had not known these people, but it had all come around. Within like seven days Within, of meeting each other. Yeah. Yeah. We had just met like seven days before and then our worlds were intertwined. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so Tanya Mummert is here. You're the mother of Dylan. Yes, Dylan Taylor's mother. Mm-hmm. And you're also our good friend at F&M Bank. That's it. For all of your banking needs. All your local mortgage <laughs> lending needs. <laughs> and, of course, you guys are the sponsor of this very show. Yes. So now yes. here you are. Well, I'm glad. I've been wanting to get you in anyway. But Thank you. So it was a great, it was, it was almost like it was meant to be that you guys met. Yes, yeah. it was. The very next meeting that following Wednesday, Denise and Beth Pickle were both like, we need to get with you. We need to help you. We, we just feel like we want to rally around you and really put together something to help nice. Dylan and your family. Yeah. So that's what we did. That's what happened. Yeah. How did you come about? Oh, what are we going to do? A fundraiser we got to do? Uh, let's do a bike ride. Well, we knew we wanted to do some kind of fundraiser, and we tossed around some crazy ideas. And then I was out delivering food one day and stopped at Rivergate Mall. Mm-hmm. 
and I was just walking around in there just to get out of the car. Sure. I ran into Tanya and Pete in this random furniture store. <laughs> See? And so that's when I met Pete. He said, I know some people who would really like to have a ride for Dylan. And so I thought about it after I left there. And I almost tried to I, I tried to go back and find you guys, but you guys had already left because I had already decided that's that's what we're going to do. Mm-hmm. So I sent Beth a message. I said, this is what we're going to do. We just got together planning it right after that. We got some names of, of some people that could help us plan the route. Tom Wood, who's a, a rider coach at Mid-10 Motorcycle. Mm-hmm. He has planned the route for us, okay. and so that'll be it'll be really nice. So we didn't really have to do a lot. I thought, let's just keep this as simple as possible. Right. And so that's that's how we decided. We right. we had a conversation in a random furniture store <laughs> in Rivergate Mall. <laughs> See, it, it, was, it was from it, above. Like, I mean, it like was just it, like you were meant to be. Exactly. So most people they might have heard about this crash that happened, and this was back on November 30th. Now it was late in the afternoon. It was cold out probably, and we I guess we have to kind of give some background on what happened to cause this horrific uh, crash. So whichever one of you want to jump in, you can do that. And by the way, we do have Dylan right here. And look, dude, I mean, you, you, I think you're doing great, man. I mean, it might not feel that way, but after what you went through, I, I'm, I'm impressed. The great thing is you're still here and you got a, a lot to offer, you know, people. But I think doing this ride, if we can help to promote awareness, motorcycle safety, driver awareness, that is really what's important. We have to keep these drivers totally aware of their surroundings when they're driving. That was also one of the things that led me to do this was being in in the business of driving. And you're out there constantly. A lot. We have a lot of drivers that are on the road eight or ten hours a day sometimes Mm -hmm. uh they really do like their jobs yeah i just can't imagine how they would feel if something like this happened to them at being a driver and and not having hurting someone else like having a crash well of any kind really really let's kind of give a rundown of what happened on on that crazy day i mean it's dylan you're free to you know you can you could tell us if you want. He loves talking on the radio. <laughs> I could tell. <laughs> Pretty much that day, I was woke up like a normal day. Um, woke up in my apartment, got ready for class, and went to class. Got out a little early, and then I decided to drive back home, back to Hendersonville from Bowling Green. Wow, that's a ride. <laughs> it's not too far. It's like yeah. an hour. Not too yeah. Far. And then a few of my buddies are riding around already. So I get home and do what I have to do. And then I meet up with them. And we just start off the day and ride around pretty much Nashville, around Briley Parkway and all that. And as the evening like starts to die down, it's getting dark, we head back to Hendersonville. Plus, it's cold. Yeah, it's cold. So, you know, I have like a hoodie on with another like long sleeve shirt on underneath. And, you know, I'm wearing jeans, shoes, socks, obviously, Mm -hmm. and gloves, my helmet. And we stopped by my house. We decided that we were going to go to his house. And so we leave my house. And I was going to drive my vehicle, but my vehicle was in the shop and I was driving my dad's car at the time and my dad went and go went to go pick up a grill 
so I didn't have like any other vehicle to like drive so I rode my bike on the way out to his house and we got up close to Thornton's on Main Street he was I looked at him and I said you want to take the highway or the Main Street he said he didn't care so I was like all right well I'll just follow you and he decides to take the main street and we should have took the highway (laughs) but yeah it went from that conversation to my current situation now yeah so two minutes later life changed forever yeah and it all stemmed i guess uh, somebody pulling out in front of you yeah, I mean that's this is uh, again driver awareness and the fact. I mean, it was a, from what I understand, he was a, a young driver, mm-hmm. so a, a young, you know, not experienced in driving. And it's it's sad that that has to happen because that's probably going to live with that kid forever. And you know, in in your situation, you know, everything changed in your entire life right at that moment because of that crash. That entails a lot of medical expense and bills and suffering that you have to go through which nobody should have to go through that. Yeah. Um, but doing a ride like this, I think, is commendable because it, it does wear this, it do this awareness, and I would love to see it happen more than just once, you know? Oh, right. Because, I mean, this is, uh, you know, obviously going to be the first time. I love the, the name of this, Dylan's Ride. It just, it sounds like it should be a song. We, <laughs> <laughs> we, were, we were having lunch talking about it, and, and we were like, okay, we have to have a name, and so that just kind of slid off the tongue, right? Mm-hmm. And Dylan's ride. Well, it, it, that turned out good. Now, so this ride is going to go down Saturday, June 25th. Okay, right. so it's it's coming up real close here. This coming Saturday. Yeah. So it's going to kick off at 11 a.m. Yes. Right? And it, it's going to start where? It's going to start at JoJo's Hot Dogs and Barbecue. That's in Goodlettsville, right? In Goodlettsville, also known as the Dollar General parking lot. The old Kmart. (laughs) Also known as the old Kmart parking lot. They're right off of the exit at Long Hollow Pike. And we could put thousands of bikes in that parking lot. We can have so many bikes. Yeah. And, you know, we're also welcoming cars, vans, Jeeps, classic cars. You know, we'd like to have it. Because we get some of these celebrities bring those show buses in there, do a caravan. I mean, that's we do a convoy. (laughs) Yeah, a convoy. Yeah, but we're gonna have a nice scenic ride. Like I said, starting at 11 a.m. with a rally, and kickstands are gonna go up at noon sharp. And we'll Tom Wood, like I said earlier, has uh, planned our route. I'm not sure what it is yet. It's gonna be. I think that it's gonna go up through White House just in the you know the backwoods of Sumner County okay. and then wind around back down into Hendersonville okay. um, and then they plan to will end up at Sanders Ferry Pizza okay yeah so that should be about what three o'clock or around so? three yeah mm-hmm. yeah all right well we're going to talk more about what's going to happen with out there that's going to be a, a the fun time you know you ride and then you go enjoy and uh, we're going to talk more with denise and tanya here and also dylan if he wants to jump in and uh, right here in summer county spotlights we're talking about dylan's ride coming up on saturday june 25th so we'll be right back with more of Sumner County Spotlight. FNM Bank presents Sumner County Spotlights. Since 1906, FNM Bank has been serving Middle Tennessee with first-class products and services. Visit them today at 221 Indian Lake Boulevard in Hendersonville or myfmbank.com. 
Well, we're glad you found us here in the Sunday morning at Summer County Spotlight. Uh, I'm Jeff Shannon. We're going to continue our, our talk, and we're talking about Dylan's Ride. Now, this is going to be a ride coming up on Saturday, the 25th of June here. Uh, it's a ride to promote motorcycle safety and awareness, and the proceeds going to benefit Dylan Taylor, who was involved in an extreme tragic crash. And, and it really does amplify that because it's on a motorcycle. And it just kind of made things worse. But uh, a, a lot uh, of information to pass along. And we want to really, you know, kind of promote this and get people involved that they can help out because Middle Tennessee comes together. And we're going to be doing this ride to help with the medical expenses and uh, things that are going on with his his treatment and everything else. It's going to kick off at 11 a.m. at the old Kmart Plaza right there in Gulletsville. So 11 a.m. on June 25th. So mark that down. And so how would people get a hold of you if they want to sign up for this? ride or do they just show up they just show up okay. which is one of the funnest things i think tanya sent me a message the other day she said how do we know who's coming i said <laughs> we don't it's gonna be great yeah well and i could hear her cringe through the text well when bikers hear about a ride they, they love to ride so they I've love to get involved to, in this yeah i've talked to so many riders and they're it, I, I stopped at a vfw i saw a bunch of riders collecting there mm -hmm. and I had already decided that I was going to quit letting opportunities just pass me by. So I turned around, I had a poster, <laughs> I walked in, I said, Hey, uh, we're doing this ride in a couple of weeks. Would y'all want to be in involved in it? And they're sure. And then they get their wallets out and they're mm -hmm. handing me money. And uh, they said, well, we're from, we're from Minnesota. We won't be here, but I want to give you some money. See, so that's how bikers know, are, man. That's I'm telling right. you. There is a huge um, place down on Broadway and they call it the Club Exxon, but it's really just the Exxon gas station yeah, yeah. where every night, I mean, on Friday and Saturday nights, there's it's hundreds yes, of bikers. Yeah. So um, I think that we're going to go down there and we're going to put up some advertisements yeah. for his ride. Great, great idea. And Dylan, you'll be happy that they got a lot of those Suzuki's down there. <laughs> as well as others <laughs> but they do they they gather and right. you know people that ride and as an ex-harley guy myself i know you just love to get out in the road and just you know enjoy it it's like your brain goes to a different area you know it's it's almost therapeutic when you get out there especially when it's you're just in a long leisurely ride and you know without the stress of everything going on but. you're not on the way to work yeah you're not, you know so so when the, with this ride i mean what are some of the challenges because obviously it's not something that you do as an event planner what are some of the challenges you've you've faced with this and what have you learned from putting this together i've learned a lot about generosity so many people are just that when they hear they don't even want to know the whole story they just know that there's a fellow biker in need uh, that has uh, had a life-changing event mm -hmm. uh, that'll affect the rest of his life yeah. and and they know that uh, and they know that it could have happened to them you know at I have learned that people are just so generous mm -hmm. and want to help. And it's not for themselves. It's all, Absolutely. it's completely altruistic. Yeah. They don't expect anything in return. Yeah. And that's what, that's one of the things that I really, really like about helping. And uh, Dylan, you know, you, you've been through a lot and this is something that I know that you wish you never had to go through. And what would be the, the one thing that you would want people to know about your experience going through this? Every day is hard. It's not fun. It's mm -hmm. not enjoyable. But you just kind of have to learn to live with it. 
Right. It's kind of one of those it is what it is situations and just hope for the best. Exactly. You just got to move forward, yeah. you know, and and look, you're going to have plenty of support. You got a lot of people that are in your corner. It, it's something that it, it's going to take time, little adjustment. But guess what? It only gets better. It's got to. Right. Yeah. Especially we get all these people around you, you know, supporting you and, you know, loving on you and everything else. And <laughs> but I, I totally would love to see you know, a, another event like this happening, especially with all the good weather we're having. So <laughs> those that can't attend this on June 25th, right. they're out of town, they're on vacation. Well, guess what? We got another one coming up, you know, at this time. So again, it's just planning. Right, you know? right. And I found out that the more simple that you keep it, the better. Absolutely. You know, we were going to do a poker run and there were, you know, we talked about some other formats to do this and, and we decided on on the simplest format that we could have. We start here and we end there. Yeah. And really the, the biggest thing right now is collecting some silent auction items. Right. Okay. So let's uh, talk about that. So yeah. what kind of items would you think you'd want to have? Oh, I would love, I'd love to see some experience things like beach getaways yeah, condos some, on the beach some getaways kind of like um maybe some zip lining z- zip, zip lining. that would be so cool zip lining tanya uh, you're first yeah, yeah I, I love to zip line oh, i wow. love it so what about if we had like a gatlinburg getaway with some zip lining yeah that would be amazing okay well yeah. we're throwing it out there absolutely yeah yeah, yeah. like a like a day canoe rental or boat ride or what yeah is, what that would be it? that would be pretty cool if you could do like a pontoon boat for the day on old hickory lake sure. what a, what a day right sunset yeah, cruise would love that yeah all right um trip on the general jackson right you know just everything local that speaks about the community but also things that a lot of people may have never done before living here for so long so and i think people are pretty good about coming together with these silent auction items and uh you know making donations and it really doesn't matter how big it is obviously right the the higher ticket items are gonna gonna help a lot but you know don't think if you i don't have anything like that don't feel like you have to do something huge you can put together a basket. You can have gift cards. People, you know, it's just about raising money. And that's really what this is all about. You know, during the course of this, we're going to raise that uh, awareness going on there. Our buddy Eddie down there at Sanders Ferry Pizza does a nice job in that facility. And we can pack a bunch of folks in there. So uh, that's where it's going to end up at about 3 o'clock on the 25th at the end of this ride. And that's where you're going to have the sign-on auction items. Tanya probably be singing a couple of Carrie Underwood songs or something. <laughs> <laughs> right. Now, uh, Tom says we will probably be done with the ride between 2 and 2.15. Mm-hmm. So we'll start arriving there at okay. Sanders Ferry Pizza about then okay. uh, and would like to uh, have those items there from, from about 2. And and you don't have to be a rider to come and, uh, sure. to to come and bid bids. on on the items. So if, if it's too hot for you to get out and ride or drive, you can just meet us there at Sanders Ferry Pizza, and we'll probably shut that down about 3.30. Okay. So Now, if somebody just wants to show up at Sanders Ferry Pizza right. and, and hang out, is there a cost to do that? No, there's not. Okay. Just come buy some pizza, get some beer, and uh, do a silent auction. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> yeah, that's Pick it. Pick or two. <laughs> right, right. And no. all um, all proceeds, everything will go to the benefit of Dylan Taylor. As we said earlier, this is a long journey. Um, every day is a different day. It, it really takes a lot to, to provide and get him what he needs with sure. the list is like a mile long. Yeah, absolutely. And medical expenses, uh, well, let's... 
we all know it's not cheap. Right. So as and, the mom, I mean, you, you've, you're handling a lot of this, <laughs> you, you know, and yeah, it's, oh, it's got to uh, be hard. Pete and I, his dad and Jen, it's really been something, but the four of us are able to come together as a team and work together as a family to do anything we can do for Dylan. And there's even more than medical expenses. It's lost work. Sure. Vehicles, transportation. Mm-hmm. Right. And at 22, you also, you have to have something fun to do. Sure. You can't just do therapy all day. Yeah. Right. You have to have some kind of outlet. Yeah. Um, socially and that even that is hard yeah luckily he's got a great group of friends that have been there from the day it happened and they're still there today to help him to take care of him um but yeah he's in need of a vehicle he's in need of um something to convert the vehicle to be able to drive with his hands i mean so he's it's just a long list but a lot of people don't know how when you have a, a crash like this and they're all different, but it's still horrific because, geez, I mean, you got pins everywhere, braces, uh, surgeries. And, and are they are they talking about more surgeries uh, here in the future? Um, we don't have any plans right now. They have been looking at his hands. We just got over 30 days with a, a new knee surgery. So we mm-hmm. just came out of that and got his brace off. We spent 156 days in the Shepherd Center in Atlanta, Georgia. Um, at a spinal rehab there. So, yeah, hopefully um, nothing more going forward for a good while. I think he just needs a, a chance to heal and sure. just yeah. kind of be himself again. Absolutely. Well, you know, it, it's going to be a long road, but the support is there. The fact that, you know, we have folks in the community that help support this. We want everybody listening. If you're listening, you can contribute to this. Now, we do have, uh, there's an email here that I guess we can throw out there if people want to write this down. So it's Dylan's Ride. Now, if, if they type in 6.25.22, yes. they have to put the dot there. Like, yeah, here. yeah. It's Dylan's at, Ride 6.25.22 at gmail.com. Okay. Yeah. And that'll come to me as the event organizer. Okay. <laughs> so, I was like, I, I needed to come up with something pretty easy, and it, it's Dylan's ride and the date. Yeah, so that's pretty easy. All right, so the, the rally's going to start around 11, kickstand's up at 12, mm-hmm. down at the old Kmart there in Goodlettsville, JoJo's, and uh, they're gonna have, you're going to have food everywhere. Yeah, there'll be some food there, yeah. you know, to get started, and then food at the end, so nobody should go hungry or thirsty. You can also check out Dylan's Ride on Facebook. Right. There's a Facebook page. That's yeah. probably the easiest yeah, it really thing is. to do. Yeah. Just put it in the search bar, yes, absolutely. and it'll pop up. There's a lot to take in. We want people to help out. Our heart's going for you guys. Thank you, know, you so much. You. Yeah, just the way that the community has rallied around us and rallied around Dylan. I mean, we, you know, like Denise, you know, I'm not new to the community. I mean, I've lived here for years and years, but I feel like I've met more people and gathered more friends in the last six months than the whole, I don't know, 20 years I've lived here yeah, in this community. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's been really it's amazing. I, I just, I want to personally thank Thank you for coming in and, and letting us know about this. And it's a, a well-needed thing. It's a great thing to support. It's going to make you feel good. If you want to throw down a couple hundred thousand as donation, they're going to take that and they they will be happy to do so. <laughs> I'd love to raise enough that he's got to pay tax. Well. <laughs> he would love to raise enough where he doesn't have to live at home with his dad because oh, he yeah. sure didn't do that before. <laughs> <laughs> got to get out of the house. <laughs> well, thank you guys for coming in. I'm much success. Dylan, keep it going, man. And we're, we're here for you. 
you know, let us know how things are going and we'll keep in touch. I will most definitely. Thank you. All right. All right. That's going to wrap it up for this uh, segment of Sumner County Spotlight. We'll catch you next week with more uh, great information right here. Of course, sponsored by our friends at FNM Bank at 221 Indian Lake Boulevard right here in Hendersonville. This is Jeff Shannon saying we'll see you next week for more of Sumner County Spotlight. Sumner County Spotlight on 100.7 WHIN 1010 AM has been brought to you exclusively by FNM Bank, 221 Indian Lake Boulevard in Hendersonville. Whether you need personal banking, banking for your business, a home mortgage, or considering refinancing your home, FNM Bank will provide you with excellent service right here in Sumner County. Visit them today at myfmbank.com. Sumner County Spotlight will return next Sunday morning at 10 a.m. Thanks for listening.